Hey everybody, this is Lady A with That's What's Up with Lady A, the best 30 minutes of your day. And we are live with the podcast. I'm so excited. This is my second episode. We're live on a Thursday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. I hope that you tune in every Thursday. Get your notifications. Please subscribe to this YouTube channel. And the podcast is now streaming on podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, uh, Spotify. So all of those good avenues, we are, we are live and we are, we're, we're set up and I'm so excited to be here tonight. So listen, we're going to talk uh, about a couple of things I want to talk about mainly tonight. I want to definitely hit on fraud prevention. Now you may say, well, why are you talking about fraud? Well, that is a hot topic. Um, because that is one of the reasons my TikTok has gone crazy because of a video that I put on, I guess about nine months ago, it was talking about scams and it got like 1.5 million views. So I was like, man, people are really being affected. The comments was telling me that, hey, a lot of people, either they've been affected by scam or they know somebody that knows somebody that's been affected. So we want to talk about that. I want to talk about the trending scams that are hitting people every day. I've been working in fraud for almost 12 years at one of the largest banks in the world. So I do kind of have some background. I kind of know what I'm talking about just a little bit. So I want to share with you what I've learned. But before we get into that, I want to do a little small segment of what I call random thoughts, random thoughts. So today I was thinking, I was thinking about um, just a lot of things that people are going through. Everybody's going through something. Um, and we don't always know what that is. We don't even know exactly the extent of it all the time. And we don't have to. But everybody is going through something. But we have to be mindful of our mental health, y'all. Like, it is so imperative that we really take care of ourselves. Who deserves to be taken care of more than you? Like, seriously. And sometimes we forget that. We forget about self-care. We forget about doing things that make us calm, putting us in a calm space. We forget about taking care of us. And it is very important for your mental health, for your physical body, just to be the best version of yourself that you can be. You have to take care of you. How do you do that? How do we do that, Lady A, when I'm busy with the kids and the job and the spouse and friends and the church and the career and the, the new business? How do I do that? You make it. You make time. You make time for you. Take time out. What I do every day, uh, I won't tell the time because people stop calling me at this time, but I take an hour a day where I unplug everything. I take off my Apple Watch. I turn my phone on silent, turn the ringer off. I just, just disconnect from social media, from phone calls. And I just, sometimes I'll maybe take a power nap or sometimes I just lay there. Some, just decompress, detoxify from anything that I've, that's gone on during that day. I just detach from it. Like, I don't want to be bothered by anything. I just want to be in a calm space. And that energizes me. It rejuvenates me. It makes me better. Like, 
people that are close to me, they know if I have not <laughs> taken that time off, they can tell I got a friend. She she always like, you didn't you didn't um you didn't take your little nap or nothing. I was like, no, not today. Oh, I could tell, girl, you need that. Like seriously, it just becomes part of what I do. It becomes part of what makes me better. Because honestly, we all want to be the best version of ourselves for us, for other people, because we people depend on us. People depend on you. They're depending on you to be the best you can be. And you want to give that to people, not just for people, but for you and for your health. Mentally, we need to do that. So if you're if you haven't, if you have not incorporated that into your daily life, try doing that. Try in September. That's a good goal. September, take some time out during the day to decompress. It may be 15 minutes, it may be 30 minutes, it may be an hour. It just kind of depends on what works in your life. But do it. Do it for you. And I promise you, you will notice your attitude is better and, and you're just more focused when you need to be. So try to do that. Try to do that. So uh, that's a good tip. And I also was thinking about, this is another random thought. I was thinking about why do Christians seem to be embarrassed about when God blesses them. Why do we seem like we can't tell anybody because we don't want to seem like we're uh, bragging? But everything, and I'll tell you, I don't, I don't have, I'm not rich yet, but I'm speaking it. I don't have everything that I want, but everything that I have, I attribute that to the grace of God, him giving that to me. So I think in order to represent Christ right and the way he should be represented, we should not be ashamed to tell what he has done. That is not bragging. The Bible says I make my boast in the Lord. So it is a difference between bragging and giving God the credit. So that was just a random thought because I was um, I was at work today and had a conversation with some coworkers and we were just talking about our electric bill and one of my uh, coworkers was saying how hers was high and I was telling her how much ours was and they was like wow that is a lot of that's a lot you paying that much you must have a mini mansion I was like no I don't have a mansion I you know it's just we just use, we like to be cool. <laughs> we just use electricity because we want to be cool. And he was like, well, well, how many square foot is your house? I wasn't going to tell them, but they asked and I told them. And I was like, oh, wow, you do have a mini mansion. And I was, you know, part of me got a little bit embarrassed and kind of, you know, kind of felt like, you know, I don't want to seem like I'm bragging. I don't want anybody to think I think I'm better than anybody. But then I start thinking we should give God glory and we should tell of how good he's been. It is nothing, nothing wrong with that. Now, when you start bragging and you trying to get the credit and saying how great you are and trying to be little folks and make them feel less than just because you have a certain thing, now that come on. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about giving God glory for the things he, have do he has done. We should not be ashamed of that. 
just a random thought, guys. So anyway, moving forward. So we're going to talk about some just trending scams, some trending scams. Listen, I get calls every day. I work in fraud, so I get calls every day. People crying, people upset, people cussing me out, people blaming me, people mad at the world, people sad because they've lost almost everything, all of their savings. I've had spouses call that, oh, my husband's going to kill me. My wife is going to kill me. And I, uh, you know, I just don't really know how to comfort them, but I do the best I can. But what I want to do is to make sure that you are educated about the trending scams, okay? So I want you to be educated about everything that's going on. And I need my producer here because it looks like something's happening. So alert came on here. Well, she's getting a FaceTime, so we don't want that. An alert came on, so I'm not sure where's where we stop. Is it there? You need her, or we? She. It is still recording. Okay. Can we edit? Okay. Okay. Be easier to piece it. All right, so we are going to talk about um, some trending scams so you can be aware of what's happening so you won't be a victim. Y'all, I want y'all to keep your money, and this is what I tell people to call me. I want you to have your money. I really do. I want you to have your money, and I want you to keep your money in your pocket because we work hard for the money. We work hard for the money, y'all. So listen, one of the main trending scams that's going around now is the Zelle scam. Now I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, and it may seem so crazy for people to become victim to this, but it happens every day. Every other call is usually about this scam. So what will happen is uh, the scammers are spoofing the banking institution's number. So on your phone, Whatever you bank with, whoever you bank with, it's going to come up on your caller ID like it's your bank. So that's a red flag right there. Well, not a red flag, but that is an uh, a indication on how people can fall victim to it because they see their bank. They think it's them. They answer it. They say, oh, uh, listen, I'm, I'm with the fraud department. My name is such and such. Here's my badge number. Red flag, we don't ever give the badge number, so... 
uh, there's $3,500 Zelle transfer that is trying to debit out of your account. The customer is, you know, nervous at that point. So what we need to do, I need you to Zelle yourself $3,500. I'm going to send you a code. I want you to read that code back to me. And I want you to Zelle yourself $3,500. That's going to stop the fraud from happening in your account. And I need you to do that in a hurry because it really is trying to debit out. Okay. So the customer Zales, well, first they give them the code that they're asking for. So when they give them the code, they are really um, giving them access to their online banking. So they are actually um, allowing this to go through. And sometimes the code that they that they send you is uh, is actually not really a code. It's not from Bank of America, and it could be from Bank of America. I'm not sure how they're hacking in. I'm not sure all the the, uh, technical details on how they're doing it. But they are having a code sent to you. You read that back to them. They're putting it in, allowing that Zelle to go through. In the meantime, they are telling you what to put in. So put in $3,500, put in your name, or they're telling you put in a certain name. It may not even be your name. People are falling for this, y'all. The Zelle comes out of their account. Meanwhile, after this is over, a light bulb goes off. Maybe this wasn't Bank of America. Let me call Bank of America. So they call me. Um, Did y'all call me and tell me that $3,500 was coming out of my account? Sir, ma'am, no. $3,500 was never coming out of your account. Oh, no, but they told me that I needed to sell myself $3,500 to prevent this. Well, ma'am or sir, did you ever see this coming out of your account? Well, no, but they told me it was. Okay, so it wasn't, and that was not us, and you never had that coming out of your account. Okay, so now they want us to fix it. Here's what you need to be aware of. Anytime that you send a Zelle, you are going to be responsible for that transaction, y'all. And it is not a lot that the banks can do when you authorize it. Because the bank is going to see that they sent you a code and you, uh, you approved it. So it's not a lot the bank can do. I want to stop this, just let's nip it in the bud, y'all. For one, this is one thing I want you to realize. Most fraud departments are not going to call you. Now, I'm not saying they'll never call you. Like if you have a claim in process, you may get a call from an analyst. But most of the time we're gonna text you and, and alert you of things that's going on in your account, you'll respond yes or no to that text or that email. But as far as us getting on the phone, calling you, that's very, very rare to non-existent, okay? So that's red flag number one. Uh, when, once you are a victim of this scam, you're calling us, we can file a scam claim, but scam claims are not guaranteed. We, they're not even covered under fraud. So the bank does not have to give you that money back because you made the sale. And that's what's so heartbreaking about it because I had a, a customer call, they actually wired $435,000 to scammers, y'all. They did the wire. This customer said that she picked up the phone 
it was, uh, she thought it was a uh, deep, uh, people that deport you. She was an, an Asian lady. And they, they connected her to who she thought was the Chinese police. And they said, if you don't send this money, you're going to be uh, deported or we're going to put you in jail. I know it sounds ridiculous and we can say that we would never fall for that, but it does happen. Now, that one I wouldn't fall for. <laughs> like, sending everything I own to somebody because you're going to put me in jail over the phone? You're not. Uh, Y'all, we got to be... We got to be aware. We got to we got to stop and think. Does this make sense? Is this how police put you in jail over the phone? No. Y'all, we got to stop and think about this stuff. So that's a wire scam. Uh, another popular scam is the pet scam. Woo, y'all. I know y'all want the dog. I know you do. I, 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 I know you do. I love dogs. We got two. I know you want to buy that pet. Um, so they're asking you, you see the pet online or Instagram or some kind of ad. They want you to sell the money first before you get the dog. They saying they're going to ship you the dog. So you sell them $2,000 or whatever for this uh, designer pet. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The caboodles and the cocker doodles you know these designer pets are expensive so you're selling all this money up front then what they'll tell you okay we got to ship the dog so we need you to send some more money for the shipping okay so you send 200 more dollars okay it's gonna be a couple of more hundred dollars because we do have to purchase the crate y'all they're not sending you a pet Okay, you're not, you're not. And I, you know, I don't want to be the one to tell you, but I want to tell you this before you get into this. They're not going to send you the dog. They're taking your money. You're calling me crying because little Ray Ray didn't get his dog. Susie didn't get her designer pet. Guess what? The chances of you getting that money back or zero, pretty much zero with that pet scam. So y'all, just let you know, don't send money up front for pets, okay? Now, I understand maybe a deposit, a, a reasonable deposit, but the reasonable deposit ain't going to be like a car note, okay? We're not going to do that, okay? All right, real estate scam, very popular. Uh, you find a listing for an apartment or a house, uh, they say, well, that you want to rent. They say, we need you to send us some money. Zell us some money. This will hold the apartment or the house. What is happening is people are not doing their homework, going to look at these properties. Some of these properties don't even exist. Some of them, people live in them. They're not even for sale. They're putting these addresses down making you think that they're for rent and they're not. So you send all this money down, thousands of dollars, you call me and want it back. The chances of you getting it back are very, very slim. I want to stop the scammers and I want you to keep your money in your pocket. Investment scam. Okay, y'all. Whoo, this is a good one. Um, 
they'll call you and say, you got to invest in some Bitcoin. Well, everybody knows Bitcoin is pretty much a wrap uh, right now, but it, it may not even be Bitcoin. It could be anything. Send me, sell me $5,000 and in two weeks, or 24 hours, you're gonna get 10,000. You're gonna get 50,000. That that don't, that really don't add up, okay? You don't get something for nothing in life. It, it's just the way of the world, y'all. So if it sounds too good to be true, nine times out of 10, it is too good to be true. Y'all don't send, don't, don't invest like that. If you want to do stock market, go to school, get some, get some education on, on really some really good investments. Okay. Don't, don't do all this. Somebody uh, message me on Instagram saying, if I send this y'all on Instagram, really, you going to get, you going to send your money to somebody that DM'd you on Instagram. No, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. So don't you send them your dollars if it don't make sense. All right. Uh, romance scam. <laughs> oh, gosh. Y'all, I had somebody call me. He was in love. He met her online. Y'all be careful with Tinder and all this mingle stuff. And y'all just be careful. Everybody's not who they seem to be. I'm not, I'm not saying it's all of it's bad because I've had some good. I've talked to friends that have had some success on those sites. But be careful, be prayerful. I had a customer call me. He said, you know, he was dating this woman and she needed money for surgery. She needed money to get out of jail. She was just going through it. I mean, all this bad stuff happening and he just sending money, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And y'all, this, this right here is going to get you. He said, after a while, I just stopped sending money. I just got tired. I, I felt like she was taking advantage of me. So the last thing she asked me for was to get her out of jail again. And I told her no. So, y'all, somebody, and it probably was her or whoever she was working with, called her, called him and said, well, she died. You killed her because you didn't get her out of jail. Now she's, she's dead now, so you need to, you need to uh, pay for the funeral. <laughs> do y'all know this man sent money for the okay this money this man sent money to pay for the funeral the woman wasn't dead then he called me I don't think she died you think do you do okay okay and I I, <laughs> I had to come to myself I had to get back <laughs> in professional mode I said do you really um believe all of that you know she needed surgery and she had to go to jail well come to think of it i really don't think any of that was true okay y'all the chances of him getting the money back are zero are zero for one he called a year later it took you a year to realize that this woman is not dead <laughs> I, and I'm laughing because some of it is ridiculous. It really is. But, y'all, I, I want y'all to think. Stop and think. Don't become victims of these scams. All right? So those are the trending scams. If you have any questions, you can 
email me andrea7720 at icloud.com submit your scam questions if you have some or if you have some scenarios that you need some advice about i'll do what i can i'm not saying i'm a I know everything, but you know, I've been in the, been in that game for like 12 years. So I do know a little bit of something. All right. So we're going to go to our segment called the what's up segment. So if you don't know what the what's up segment is, you will. We say what's up to people that kind of got their head on straight that have learned something in life. And this is what we, we just give them a, a, a what's up or TWU if you're commenting and watching this live on YouTube. You can put TWU, which means that's what's up. All right, let me put my glasses on, y'all. All right, to the person, we say that's what's up. To the person that has learned that if you don't sacrifice for what you want, what you want becomes the sacrifice. Man, that is deep, and that's what's up. We say that's what's up to the person that has learned that obstacles are things a person sees when he takes his eyes off his goal. That's good. That's what's up. We say that's what's up to the person that knows and has learned that a goal without a plan is just a wish. Mm, 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 mm. I got to say that one more time. A goal without a plan is just a wish. You got to do the work, y'all. Do the work. The Bible says faith without works is dead. You just sitting up there wishing. You don't have no plan. You don't know what you're going to do. You don't have no works. You, don't have, you ain't studied. You ain't researched. Come on, that's a wish. We say that's what's up to the person that learns that your life does not get better by chance. It gets, it gets better by change. Mm, that's a good one. We say that's what's up to the person that has learned that there are two ways of spreading light, to be a candle or the mirror that reflects it. Mm. See, somebody going to rewind that and get that. That's going to that's gonna hit you. We say that's what's up to the person that has learned that what you think you create, what you feel you attract, what you imagine you become, that's what's up. That's the last one to the person that has learned that many Christians grow up in church, but they never grow up in church. Somebody going to get that on the, on the rewind. They grow up in church, but they never grow up in church. They know hymns, but they don't know him. See, I'm preaching now, and y'all need to send an offering. <laughs> That's what's up. Just some nuggets, some nuggets, some nuggets. All right. Lastly, one relationship question that came in. We're going to tackle this really quick. It says, uh, when you break up with somebody, should you remain friends? Uh, you know what? That's kind of an easy question somewhat. It kind of depends on what your relationship was like. Now, if you were in a volatile relationship that was toxic, that was abusive, that was uh, a, a relationship that didn't make you better, 
I wouldn't suggest you be friends. I would suggest you cut it off. I would suggest you cut it off. You don't want to be friends with somebody that's going to be toxic. If he was toxic in your, or she was toxic in your relationship, nine times out of ten, they may be a toxic friend. Okay? So I would suggest you cut it off. Now, if your relationship just ended because you went separate ways, you decided, you know, we're just kind of going in different directions. We're not on the same page. We want to remain friends. And, it, it, you know, it's a health, it was a healthy relationship that just wasn't working. You know, I don't see anything, anything wrong with uh, remaining friends with somebody uh, like that. And it's really all, it's all about what you want. If you want to be friends with them, be friends. If you don't, don't. You make the choice. Make the choice and start, start thinking about what in my life is making me better and what in my life is making me bitter. What's toxic in my life? Because you do not have to be in relationships, in spaces that don't make you better. If it's not making you better, what? How is that helping you? How is that making you grow? If you're attached to people in your circle that are not pushing you to become a better you, that's not a relationship or that's not a friendship and that's not a circle that you want to continue. So start thinking about your life. Start thinking, you don't have to, and you don't have to wait to the new years to make these resolutions and stuff. Start making changes now. We don't have, you don't even know if you won't what the world going to be in the new year. We got right now. So make some changes right now, necessary changes, necessary. Have people in your circle that's going to uplift you, that's going to make you better. All right? That is all I have. It has been an amazing time with you. I hope you have learned something on this podcast. I hope I can drop nuggets moving forward. And listen, we are going to have uh, a lot, a lot of um, things planned for our upcoming episodes. We do have special guests that are lined up, so I'm excited about that. But I want to leave you with this. If nobody told you they loved you today, I love you, and I really, really mean it. I don't know who else told you, if nobody told you that, you need to hear that. And you're hearing that from me. So I love you. I really mean it. And I want you to feel loved. I want you to be good. I want you to be a winner. I don't want you to just win because win is what you did. Being a winner is who you are. All right. So you don't want to just win. You want to be a winner and you can. All right. That's what's up with Lady A. The best 30 minutes of your day. I hope you have a great day and I'll see you next week.